0: Today is the fifth day of May, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Christ is entered not into a sanctuary made with hands, a copy of the true one, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Hallelujah! Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us, therefore let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Hallelujah! Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death will no longer have dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God so also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God and Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Alleluia. Psalm for the fifth day. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and all who dwell therein. For it is he who founded it upon the seas and made it firm upon the rivers of the deep. Who can ascend the hill of the Lord and who can stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart who have not pledged themselves to falsehood, nor sworn by what is a fraud. They shall receive a blessing from the Lord and a just reward from God of their salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, of those who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates. Lift them high, O everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates. Lift them high, O everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. My God, I put my trust in you. Let me never be humiliated, nor let my enemies triumph over me. Let none of look to you to be put to shame. Let the treacherous be disappointed in their schemes. Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation, In you have I trusted all the day long. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. Remember not the sins of my youth and my transgressions. Remember me according to your love and for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Gracious and upright is the Lord, therefore he teaches sinners in his way. He guides the humble in doing right and teaches his way to the lowly. All the paths of the Lord are love and faithfulness to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, forgive my sin, for it is great. Who are they who fear the Lord? He will teach them the way that they should choose. They shall dwell in prosperity and their offspring shall inherit the land. The Lord is a friend to those who fear him and will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever looking to the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and have pity on me, for I am left alone and in misery. The sorrows of my heart have increased. Bring me out of my troubles. Look upon my adversity and misery and forgive me all my sin. Look upon my enemies, for they are many, and they bear a violent hatred against me. Protect my life and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, for I have trusted in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for my hope has been in you. Deliver Israel, Lord God out of all his troubles. Give judgment for me, O Lord, for I have lived with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord and have not faltered. Test me, O Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. For your love is before my eyes. I have walked faithfully with you. I have not sat with the worthless nor do I consort with the deceitful. I have hated the company of evildoers. I will not sit down with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocence, O Lord, that I may go in procession round your altar, singing aloud a song of thanksgiving and recounting all your wonderful deeds. Lord, I love the house in which you dwell and the place where your glory abides. Do not sweep me away with sinners, nor my life with those who thirst for blood, whose hands are full of evil plots and their right hand full of bribes. As for me, I will live with integrity. Redeem me, O Lord, and have pity on me. My foot stands on level ground. In the full assembly, I will bless the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, will be now and evermore. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Colossians, chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is in your life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, greed, which is adultery, On account of these, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. These are the ways that you once followed when you were living that life. But now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another. Seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourself with the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free. But Christ is all and end all. I will sing to the Lord, for he is lofty and uplifted. The fathomless deep has overwhelmed them. They sank into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in might. Your right hand, O Lord, has overthrown the enemy. Who can be compared with you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in renown and in worker of wonders? You stretched forth your right hand The earth swallowed them up. With your constant love, you led the people you redeemed. With your might, you have brought them in safety to the new day. You will bring them in and plant them on the mount of your possession. The resting place of you made yourself, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hand has established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 7, beginning at the first verse. After Jesus had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. A the centurion there had a slave whom he highly valued, and who was ill and close to death. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and to heal his slave. When they came to Jesus, they appealed to him earnestly, saying, He is worthy of having you to do this for him, for he loves our people, and it is he who built our synagogue for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you, but only speak the word and let my servant be healed. For I also am a man set under authority with soldiers under me, and I can say to one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my slave, Do this, and the slave does that. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon afterwards he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out he and his mother's only son, and she was a widow. And with her was a large crowd from the town. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the bear, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, rise. The dead man sat up and began to speak and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has looked favorably on his people. This word about him spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. Here ends the readings. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen.
1: A reflection for the Friday of the fourth week of Easter from St. Teresa of Avila, 1515-1582. to 1582. Well, now. Let's get back to our castle, with its main dwelling places. You mustn't think of these dwelling places in such a way that each one would follow in file after the other. But turn your eyes toward the center, which is the room or royal chamber where the king stays, and think of how a palmetto has many leaves surrounding and covering the tasty part that can be eaten. So here, surrounding this center room, are many other rooms. And the same holds true for those above. The things of the soul must always be considered as plentiful, spacious and large. To do so is not an exaggeration. The soul is capable of much more than we can imagine. And the sun that is in the royal chamber shines in all parts. It is very important for any soul that practices prayer, whether little or much, not to hold itself back and stay in one corner. Let it walk through these dwelling places, which are up above, down below and to the sides, since God has given it such great dignity. Don't force it to stay a long time in one room alone. Oh, but if it is in the room of self-knowledge, how necessary this room is. See that you understand me, even for those whom the Lord has brought into the very dwelling place where he abides, for never however exalted the soul may be, is anything else more fitting than self-knowledge, nor could it be even were the soul to so desire. For humility, like the bee making honey in the beehive, is always at work. Without it, everything goes wrong. But Let's remember that the bee doesn't fail to leave the beehive and fly about gathering nectar from the flowers. So it is with the soul in the room of self-knowledge. Let it believe me and fly sometimes to ponder the grandeur and majesty of its god. Here, it will discover its lowliness better than by thinking of itself, and be freer from the vermin that enter the first rooms, those of self-knowledge. For even though, as I say, it is by the mercy of God that a person practices self-knowledge, that which applies to what is less applies so much more to what is greater, as they say. And believe me, we shall practice much better virtue through God's help than by being tied down to our own misery. I don't know if this has been explained well. Knowing ourselves is sometimes so important that I wouldn't want any relaxation, even in this regard, however high you may have climbed into the heavens. While we are on this earth, Nothing is more important to us than humility. So, I repeat that it is good, indeed very good, to try to enter first into the room where self-knowledge is dealt with rather than fly off to other rooms. This is the right road. And if we can journey along a safe and level path, why should we want wings to fly? Rather, Let's strive to make more progress in self-knowledge. For in my opinion, we shall never completely know ourselves if we don't strive to know God. By gazing at His grandeur, we get in touch with our own lowliness. By looking at His purity, we shall see our own filth. By pondering His humility, we shall see how far we are from being humble. Here ends today's reflection.
0: I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit that we may know Christ and make him known and through him at all times and in all places may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.